Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Hey everybody, welcome back to F&A Van Life, the podcast. I'm Frankie. And I'm Alex. And today we are hanging out with our friends, Adaptive Humanity. Yeah, if I sound weird, it's because I'm losing my voice. Yeah. I feel like the van build, plus now we're hanging out with friends, so we're talking all the time. Way more. And oh my goodness. I feel like whenever we have like big conversation stuff, you always lose your voice. Always. And we've been like... <laughs> having such a good time with my and Amber that oh, we're yeah. just literally like jibber jabbering from like 8 a.m. until 1 in the morning and it's just like it's catching up with me. So speaking of all that, we could give you guys an update of where we are and what's going on. Sounds good. Yeah. So right now we are at Adaptive Humanities House. We're hanging out in their guest room and uh, we've been building the van out here. So how that all came about, Adaptive Humanity, Matt and Amber, also have a YouTube channel, and they reached out to us a while ago. They've been watching our YouTube channel and enjoyed our content, and, you know, we were just back and forth a little bit over emails, and, Mm -hmm. you know, we were watching their videos, and they were watching our videos, Mm -hmm. and they were like, listen, guys, we're not in Florida, but we have a house in Florida, and, you know, we used to run a house flipping business, so we have all the tools that you guys need, because we see that you're struggling not having the right tools. Yeah, and we were very grateful to that. And, you know, we wound up coming over and not knowing what to really expect because you really only know these people from, like, YouTube and online watching their videos. Right, and originally they weren't even going to be here. They were just like, we'll press the buttons on the ring or whatever and and we'll let you in the house. (laughs) You know, whatever you need, take whatever you want. We were like, dang, that's, like, super generous. Yeah. And then as it turns out, while... We kind of, we took their offer and we were like, that's a little bit too generous. Let's yeah. just like. Let's feel it out. You know, well, we, we were like, even... ah, I don't know if we need that. Yeah. And, you know, and then like a week or two went by and I was like, hey, yeah, we, we want that. <laughs> yeah. And also on top of that, you got to like, you know, when you're meeting new people, you kind of got to feel out the situation and see if it'll even be a situation where you're both like them and us are feeling comfortable in the situation, you know? So it's all about the, um, you know, they're trying to reach out and do a nice thing. But at the same time, if the situation doesn't feel comfortable, make sure to please remove yourself from it. Oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) So anyways, we finally reached out to them. You know, we were working at Frankie's mom's house, and that was all great, but we'd been there for over a month, and it was just kind of like... You know, we needed to change a scene, and we, yes. you know, we were lacking in tools, and we kept mm-hmm. kind of coming up short during the build process. So I reached out and I was like, "Hey, I also, listen." I was also having back issues. Yeah. You know, so there was a lot of things, and it was kind of it would have been great to have all the proper tools, so I'm not working as hard. Like as I double am. time, because yeah. if you don't have the right tools, it takes you twice as long in a roundabout way, and yeah. just ridiculous. So I reached back out and I was like, "Hey, like." You know, I think we're going to take you guys up on the offer. And they were like, sweet, we actually might be back because we're actually selling our giant Class A RV 
and buying a sprinter and we're gonna build out a sprinter like we are jumping out of this rv life and into the van life yeah so we talk about that in the podcast today which is really awesome yeah. but i think kind of the underlying tone here is that the nomad community is freaking awesome and they are so helpful and that is all we are out here trying to do is help each other and help you yeah. And so while we've been here just yesterday, another group of nomads, group, I mean couple, you yeah. know, like a, whole, in groups. a whole band of it's nomads. Like, it's like a flock of birds, but a group of nomads. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so New State Nomads just showed up yesterday. They are also friends with Matt and Amber via YouTube and Instagram. Um, and Matt and Amber are just like such generous, welcoming, open hosts that they're uh-huh. like, anybody's like, oh, we got a big driveway. Like, yeah. Come on Come in. in. Yeah. It's really, really sweet of them. But um, uh, New State Nomads, they are so funny. We've had such a great time with them as well. And actually, yeah. that might be the next podcast that comes out. Or maybe Maybe not the next one, maybe the one after. But yeah. yeah. So, you know, we're just really enjoying vibing with these people. And, you know, when you meet another nomad... No matter what, you already have something in common. Yes, 100%. Because you've already chosen to be a nomad, to live on the road, to move out of your housing situation, house, apartment, whatever, condo. Get out of that normal nine to five. Yeah, and into a like RV life, van life. Both these guys you know, have gorgeous RVs. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Matt and Amber are downsizing. And New State Nomads uh, loves their Winnebago yes. and can't say enough good things about it. And rightly so. It's beautiful. Yeah. To each their own. Like, um, in our Van Life book, which uh, is available for sale on Amazon, we talk about how, you know, it doesn't matter what you're driving. You know, you got four know. wheels. You're living in it. You are in. You're headed out there. You're boondocking. You're going to campgrounds. It doesn't matter what it is. As long as you're out there on the road, you are doing it. Right. And so, yeah, it's been really nice connecting with these people, having really long, in-depth conversations with them, which leaves me struggling to talk. Voiceless. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which is hard because, obviously, what we do for a living is make YouTube videos and podcasts. So... We go through our struggles, if you would say, when it comes to the voice department. The voice box. (laughs) So anyways, we're having a really good time here. We're getting a lot done on the build. We're taking on some new projects that we wouldn't even thought of. Yeah, it's kind of interesting because our style of work ethic and what we're doing is sort of mixing together and we're getting great ideas from each other and it's sort of kind of like it's a it's almost contagious you know like you're you're or like you're building off of somebody else's energy yeah, and the like, energy is good like it, it you get more creative i mean this is an idea that i heard a long time ago it's like your ideas have sex with each other so it's like <laughs> good way. one person is like oh like we should see if we could take the headliner out and the other one's like well what if we put like a see-through bottom in it and then the other one's like well yeah and then we could like frame the sides and like put you know and that's it's like sh- that's the secret project babe. <laughs> if you want to see that you'll have to come on over to youtube and check it out because actually they're halfway done and it already looks freaking amazing yeah. and if you guys don't know what our youtube channel is it is fna van life so you you just search that term and you'll find us there. Yes. So anyways, let's get into this conversation with Matt and Amber because I feel like we talked forever with them because that's how we do. And just on a side, there might be a couple cusses in here. 
Well, we think we have a mature audience anyway, so I think you guys would be cool with it, right? Yeah, so uh, just a, a couple of not safe for work or small children words. Yeah, so if you, <laughs> when you get into this one, you know, maybe you've not have Throw the around. headphones in. Yeah, maybe, yeah, 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 something like that. Yeah, But yeah, so enjoy this conversation with Adaptive Humanity. I ask you guys the question, why van life? So we can do more. So going from... 45 feet that doesn't fit anywhere that's stressful to drive and causes more problems in a relationship than anything else you know going down to a van will allow us to get places that you know we can't get now yeah with that being said what are you guys driving right now 45 foot class a rv oh boy pulling a jeep so all together we're like 73 feet long going down the road that's wild so we're going from 73 feet to like 23 feet. Whew. So let's take it back a step even further than that. What made you want to get into anything? You know yeah. what I mean? Like get yeah. into yeah. the RV like what was the What was the initial thought that was like, huh, I want to travel or like I want to live in an RV or a van? Because like or... obviously now you know you want to do it a different way. Yeah. yeah. But that still doesn't answer, that doesn't the, answer the question why you want to do it, period. Yeah. Well, I think the deciding factor was how miserable we were during the fucking pandemic. I'm sorry. It's okay. You can say you can say fuck on you. During the pandemic, you know, like we were isolated for months inside of our house and we were miserable, like going crazy, or at least I was going crazy. Mm. And Matt walks into the room one day and you say it so much better. So we already t- we always talked about wanting to travel the country. Anyway, we did trips overseas, you know, and it was always one thing or another holding us back from being able to do that. We had mm. jobs, businesses, school, all these things that I was like, okay, we'll get to it, we'll get to it, we'll get to it. And then when the pandemic hit, we didn't have any of that anymore. It all kind of went away. So she was going nuts and was like locked in the room watching TV all day, every day, losing her mind. So I was sitting there scrolling on the computer and I said, you know what, we have no excuse anymore on why we can't travel mm-hmm. besides state restrictions and stuff. So I said, that's it. I walked in the bedroom, she's watching TV. I said, we're going down to the dealership tomorrow, we're buying an RV and we're gonna travel and see the entire country. And she looked at me and she goes, okay. <laughs> that's what we did. That was a hard sell. Oh man. The next morning. Just my arm. Yep. The next morning we were at the RV dealer and we were looking at RVs. And that's why we ended up in a class A is because we come from a house and we were like panic mode. Yeah. You know, you want us to fit all of our stuff into this little thing. Well, I guess that's the initial thought is like however big or small your house is. Now you're like, I can only downsize the size of my house. Right. Right. Yep. Because you can't go small in that, God forbid. Yeah, it, was like, it wasn't natural. It was like, oh, we can't do this, we can't do that. And then, you know, one thing led to another. We got into this giant freaking RV and realized that hey, we only used like 10% of our stuff in here. Wow. We haven't opened cabinets and drawers in six months since we actually filled them with mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. So to go to a van, I think is going to be a relatively easy transition because we don't need all that crap. Mm-hmm. What, what was it like when you first realized that you didn't need all that stuff? It was like fairly recently. Yeah. Right before we kind of, I guess, got the van. So less than a month ago, 
It had to have been yeah, that, that's when it really kicked in. About a month ago. Yeah. Because we were talking about wanting to do, go back to doing international stuff. Because that's what we love. We love the mm -hmm. different cultures, the people, the experiences yeah. that you get all over the globe. Yeah. So when we were talking about being able to do that, we're like, listen, we have to sell the RV that we're in now and rent over in a different spot or, you know, try to figure out something. And that's when we said, well, let's go to a van. I'm like... We can do that. I know we can do that because we don't even use any of this crap. I don't even want it. Yeah. I'd be okay with just going and donating or throwing it in the dumpster yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. 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 Wow. He brought the idea or the thought that we only use maybe 10% of everything that's in that RV. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like a light bulb went off. Like we really, really do only use, you know, like the toilet and the bed and the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And, and the couch. Yeah, and the couch. Yeah. Sometimes, that was it. yeah. So it's so crazy. Like, like everything underneath, we haven't touched. So all the extras that you bring in too yeah. are like you don't use much of it. None of oh, it. Yeah. No. Wow. None like, of it. Any of the different fancy like cooking stuff no yeah you probably use like one pot right yeah one yeah. pan I, I right. my favorite a juicer an instant pot yeah. 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 all right. these different yeah. materials I'm like yeah. what? how many times did you use that you're like yeah. once once <laughs> yeah so we kind of change the way that we look at things and we, we take something we set it out and says does this give our life value yeah does that bring our life value in one way shape or form and 90 percent of the time it's no yeah so what do we need it for because if it's not a value it's just clutter and it's right. something that you have to drag along with you it's like yeah. almost like throwing a um like throwing an anchor behind your boat yeah. and being like all right drive yeah you know yeah so you start carrying all these things and you yeah. start giving it like uh certain uh, emotions and whatnot, like memories that you attach to these yeah. things, and then you think you might use them later on, and then you, you don't. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know. I'm guilty of that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we thought too. Our house was always so empty. Before like, we want very little stuff open. You know everything else, and then we get back as we're getting ready to make a transition in a van, and she's having an anxiety attack. She's like, so much stuff. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Well, right with all now stuff. you're like. The house isn't all the way done being built, yeah. and then you've unpacked an entire RV full of stuff that you weren't using into the house. Yeah. It's like so, everything inside. Yeah, it's well, like, it's just like, it's, it's overwhelming. I can see how it would be yeah. overwhelming. Right. And then there's fight, flight, or freeze, and I just freeze. I'm like, mm. I can't do anything. <laughs> I'm not going to talk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> just silence. What are yours, crickets? <laughs> yep. That's funny. So what do you think the biggest difference between RV life and van life is going to be? Of freedom. You know, we can just park and hike instead of park, drive, hike, and then you are wasting so much time on the in-between yeah, adventures. We did Emory Peak, and we wasted three hours of our day having to drive to the parking lot at the base of the peak to do, you know, our climb, come back down, and then drive back to the RV park. Yeah. That's like three hours that we could have been doing something else. Yeah. We could have got there earlier. We could have been starting to climb on sunrise mm -hmm. and seen a great sunrise from halfway up a mountain where uh -huh. we couldn't get that because we were driving. You yeah. know, we, we just couldn't get into the park. And we pulled into the parking lot and there's vans all over the place. Yeah. Vans yeah. parked all over and everybody's just getting up, you know, just gone already. Yeah. Ting! Yeah. Yep. Right. The light bulb goes off. Oh, I get it now. Yep. There's obviously something about it. 
So yeah, I'm gonna check it out. Mm -hmm. What are you guys building out? So it's a Sprinter 170. Sprinter 170, nice. Uh, do you know the year? 2020. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a four by four. Four by four. Ooh, you guys got the beefy. You gonna get the beefy wheels on it? Yep. 35s are going go. on it. Two inch lift kit. You know, uh, the Fox shocks with reservoirs front and back. So the whole goal, though, is because I want to, we're taking it international. Mm -hmm. We're going to ship the van all over the world, and it needs to be able to go through everything that we encounter. Yeah. So we're kind of keeping the cozy, homey stuff out of it so much and putting more things in it that can take a beating and trying to bring in some colors and stuff that she likes that bring that more of a cozy feel and not industrial to it. If, yeah. you, if you guys want to know more about... Adaptive Humanity, Matt and Amber, make sure to go check out their YouTube channel. Um, you can find them over there, Adaptive Humanity. I'm sure we're going to see their build stuff. And yeah, I feel like it's going to be pretty amazing, uh, the journey that you take everybody on. I hope so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah heck well, yeah. Well, just the intricacies of having to like put your van on a cargo ship or in a oh container, like send it to you know a different continent. Because mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people... You know, you move into your van, and then you're kind of confined by land limitations, right? Yeah. Like, I can only go where I can drive. And, yeah, some people ship their van, but I feel like that's more of the rarity in the van life community. Mm -hmm. Like, we met some van lifers who've been doing it for seven years, never left the United States. Wow. That blows my mind. Yeah. Pretty crazy, right? I get bored. I, that, uh, I was like, Canada? They were like, nope. nope. I'm like, well, not even. Wow. I mean, I understand it because there's a lot to explore here in America, sure, too. Um, and, but seven years, I feel like, is a long time to not, you know, possibly want to explore somewhere yeah. else. Right. Yeah. And our big thing isn't just, like, the beautiful places to see. It's also the cultures, the mm -hmm. people, the yes. experiences to think, enrich your life with so yes. many different things. Yeah. That, I think you know, there's so many different ways to look at the world. Yeah. The, way that, the word that you used, enrich. Right. You know, like, yeah. like that, like, was... That's the right word for it. I yeah. don't know. What I, I don't know how to say it any better. You know, like you're literally giving yourself the best opportunities possible to like make yourself the best version of you. Absolutely. You know, I feel like that's a, a rare opportunity. Right. Because people don't know it's available. Correct. You know, and then hopefully with the the YouTube channel is. We've seen some videos of other people doing similar things, not so much for Europe, but South America and stuff. But we're trying to document every last bit of it and show the true cost of everything that goes into it mm -hmm. to hopefully inspire other people to do the same and say, mm -hmm. well, if we save up a little bit here, we stop eating out for six months here, whatever, we can save up a couple hundred bucks and we can make this happen. Mm -hmm. You know, and mm -hmm. how easy or how difficult yeah. it, it really is. Yeah. I also think it's a bit daunting to even just go through the research process of like, you know, what shipping company do I use and what's the difference between roll-on versus crated? Oh, right. Mm -hmm. You know, just having all that information and seeing somebody else do it be like, okay, I'm going to trust that they did the research mm -hmm. so that, I, you know, that's probably my best choice as well. Right. You know, unless it turns out that something goes terribly wrong. <laughs> right. And that is definitely a possibility. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But for, then, you know, we for can sure. show everybody else not right. to do it the way that we did. Right. Yeah. Learn from me. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do this. Right. Um, so I have a question about, you know, obviously van life changes people and, you know, enriches your lives and things like that. How do you think that it's impacted your relationship? 
Let's take a quick break to listen to our sponsor. It's us, FNA Van Life. If you're enjoying all the information that you're getting on this podcast, you're going to love our Van Life book. This book is going to take you from thinking and dreaming about Van Life to buying your rig, building it out, and everything that you need to know about being on the road living Van Life full time. If you want to pick it up, it's available as a Kindle download on Amazon, and we would so appreciate your support. Link in the description below. Good question. I don't really think it's changed it. So we've always had a very strong relationship yeah. to begin with, and we've pretty much been inseparable. I think in our entire relationship, we've spent maybe a total of three weeks apart. Wow, yeah. And the rest of the time, you know, we went to school together, we lived together, it was 24 7. So we're very used to being around each other. I do know that she misses her, like, own space yeah sometimes yeah, that's mm-hmm. the hardest part for me i mean even though we're in this house we have plenty of space between mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. right and then we go into the rv and it's you're much closer yeah. all the time yeah. <laughs> and it's not an issue at all it's just a difference from what you were accustomed to living for so sure. you have to just kind of shift some things around mm-hmm. and that was I don't know why it was just hard for me well the whole thing it was a giant adjustment completely different and I had things going on that got shut down and then so it was just a weird time but I think I'm finally over it <laughs> so I mean, I'll go into the van. I think I think it'll be okay. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's definitely an adjustment period with everything you do. Of course, you know, sure. it's it's yeah. very much uh, something that you're not going to be instantly ready for or like feel right. comfortable in. I yeah. should say. Yeah, it's like a learning curve. Yeah, you know? yeah, we had one too. You know, yeah, we we had it in the sense of just like camping out in certain places. We didn't know how to feel about that yet. Right. And, you know, stuff like that for us was, was the things that made us feel slightly uncomfortable in the beginning. But everybody well, has that adjustment period yeah. that they go through. So. Yeah, but if you're not uncomfortable, then you are not growing. Correct. So we're completely growing. We also Hopefully. spent, like, the first two years of our relationship that if somebody were to go to the bathroom, you got to turn the fan on because you can't hear the other person pee. Right? <laughs> He's to, referring to me. Yeah. To, moving, to moving into an RV, and now it's you're sitting there taking a dump, and you open the toilet, and like, hey, hey can you get me this? <laughs> What's you know? What's your dinner? <laughs> what are you cooking in there? So you go you I grow closer in ways that you're like... I didn't expect this, but uh, all right, whatever. Yeah. Man, we're pretty gross. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but you made the commitment. You actually got married just a couple of months ago. Yep. So, you know, RV life didn't, you know, completely take the romance away yeah. all the way. It was, it was good. No, you know, and I think also with the van, too, is we'll be able to get to a lot of other places that she wanted to go to, like Sedona, Arizona. We'll yeah. actually be able to go see some of these places. Mm-hmm. And she's real big into like spiritual stuff and yoga and meditation and everything and that's another thing we're looking for when we go international Mm -hmm. especially you know getting into some of those type of countries of you know that helps fulfill her even Mm -hmm. more Mm -hmm. and you know I might not be into that but it brings Mm -hmm. me joy to see her you know just like experience all this kind of stuff and I'm happy with that that's beautiful so that's why we got married What a sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's cute. I feel like it's important to remember that, like, 
you're both individuals yes. at the end of the day. Right, sure. And so, yeah. like, you're not always going to want to do the adventure that the one wants to do and vice right. versa. Yeah. But, like, yeah. you know, for, you know, with the 71 Mountain. Alex definitely didn't want to do that. <laughs> but she, but yeah. here's the thing. She encouraged it. Right. That's you know what I mean? It's yeah. the same exactly what you're doing And then her. we also sought out stuff that was like, okay, I've been freezing cold for a really long time. We need to find every hot spring. And I'm like, no doubt. Exists, right. You yeah. Know? Like... It, so it's like a compromise on yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. And then like, you know, Alex definitely wants to do more of the uh, Mexico, Central America, stuff like that. And I'm, I'm down for that as well, you know, for when that opportunity comes. And if that means having to like pass up snowboarding and stuff, I'm perfectly fine with that. You know what I mean? Just like right now in the sense of we're building a van together instead of snowboarding this season, you know? So, you know, there's, there's, right. there's compromises everywhere you go, you know? And, and you always have to um, be there for your partner and want to see them grow as well, you know? And that's why you guys make a wonderful couple, you know what I mean? Thanks. Yeah. yeah. You know, there'll always be the things that you want to do. They'll always be there. Yeah. You know, so it's like, sometimes you just got to put the other person in front of you and then vice versa. Yeah. I think that's what makes Correct. things work. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. Nice little balance, for yeah. sure. So let's talk about um, your name, Adaptive Humanity. Mm -hmm. And so if you want to kind of explain what that means to you guys and kind of like the message that you're you know, putting across with that. So with the Adaptive Humanity, our, our saying is adventure beyond your limitations. So I'm an amputee, and I get faced with limitations every day. You know, from the moment I wake up, I, I have some type of a struggle. Mm -hmm. And... It's just getting into that mindset of you can get past that and still leave, live a happy, normal life, mm -hmm. you know. So our big thing is whatever that limitation may be for you, whether it's, you know, a, a, a mental, a physical, a financial, whatever it is, a lot of those limitations you put on yourself. Mm -hmm. And if you want to achieve something you can push past that. And hopefully by seeing us do these type of things that it will inspire others to do the same. And also give a resource for people to come to, you know, hey, listen, we're going through this, we're struggling with this, what do you think about this, you know, and bounce ideas off us. And if we don't know, connecting them with the right people. Yeah, that's amazing. That's like, uh, I feel like more people I wish more people could be like that with their message, you know? I wish like, everybody in, in the planet would be like that and yeah. we wouldn't have as many issues as we do. Oh, yeah. That's, a, that's incredible. <laughs> Utopia. You know, and, and it's, a, it's honestly, it's amazing to see, you know, people want to help each other so much, you know, and, and to hear that story, it, it makes me want to watch your channel more and, like, find out more about adaptive humanity and just, like, everything I know that I could possibly help out with, you know? Right. So, yeah, you know, I hope you guys feel the same way out there as well. Yeah, who's the third party to you guys? There's a, there's a little guy involved, huh? Skip's my child. Um, <laughs> Three-legged mutt. Um, we adopted a year, nope, two years ago? Two years ago. Two years ago, yeah. I wanted a dog, and Matt said the only way we're getting a dog is if he has three legs or less. <laughs> And so we found Skip. And <laughs> what a perfect name. Yeah. His name was originally Chad, and we just didn't see that one fitting in well. So. <laughs> Chad, he's not a Chad. I don't, know. Not a Chad. I don't know who looks at a dog and goes, Chad. Yes. Chad is uh, definitely yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. 
So we changed it to skip, which is perfect because that's all he does all day long. Mm -hmm. It's his favorite thing to do, just skip around. Mm -hmm. And he's adventuring beyond his limitations he also. He sure is. Skip actually did, what, three and a half miles on the app trail with us? He was it's beating amazing. us. He was yeah. so excited, full of energy the whole time, like dragging us along up the hill. Yeah. Couldn't keep up with him. Oh, I bet. He would have loved Emory Peak. I wish we could have brought him. Yeah. So just like not a dog friendly hike. So yeah. none of Big Bend is pet dog friendly. No. You cannot have a pet on yeah. any trail. I you can have them in the parking lots and stuff, but just sweet. no trails. Yeah. And I kind of see where they go with it because they're like, you know, a lot of dangerous plants, dangerous animals out yeah. there. You know. No, like I, I understand. I get it. You know. Um, I mean, I just wonder how many people would actually bring their dogs on that hike. Right. Right. Yeah. I, mean, I think. Oh, but going. Yeah. So yeah. I think that you'd be okay with the dog for about three quarters of the way up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and then when it hits that point and it's it's like turns into a straight rock wall scramble, yeah. and then at the very end you got probably about almost a hundred feet of just vertical climb uh -huh. that you can't see with it. Yeah, I mean, you could have yeah. put him on like a backpack, but yeah, yeah. You could it's not really Paco. fair to. I don't know. Paco's a badass. <laughs> Paco, he get up there and throw you a rope. He's yeah. Like, yeah. Let's go. He's had like, like 13 miles with us before. Yeah, wow. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, and, and like leaving us in the dust yeah. on 13 miles, and we're That's like, crazy. like, yo, slow down, dude. <laughs> right. He's like ready to get zoomies again. <laughs> <laughs> Right? Yeah, he's crazy. Yeah, we, <laughs> That's rode a bike. Awesome. we rode a bike for like seven miles and he ran with us the whole entire time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Ran. I mean like full speed ran. Jeez, these superpowers. Yeah. But if we're talking about dogs and van life, yeah. there are some limitations that you have to think about in terms uh, of where you can travel with them. Yes. Right, and sure. there are people who will, you know, of, call the cops or whatever mm -hmm. if they see a dog inside of a car or in right. a grocery store or yeah. something if it's a hot day. I think the best thing to do about that is like slap a sticker on there. It's like temperature controlled. Dog's okay. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they make devices too that you can put in your van or your RV that monitor temperature and everything, yeah. and you hook them right into your your network that mm -hmm. you have. Mm -hmm. And if it hits a certain threshold, it'll start sending you alerts to your phone. Yeah. So it, it makes you feel more comfortable well, being able to leave your pet behind because you know, as long oh. as you have that connection, right? I think and you can set the limitation to whatever. Correct. You think yeah. Is yeah. Out in your van, you don't realize it, and your dog's in there, and exactly. you're in a very cold place. Yeah. And or if you're in a very hot place, and you have like a remote start, and the AC comes on, and something like that. Right. You know, but I mean, I feel like for the most part, you should you're going to be in more comfortable situations for an animal. If you could live in the van, the animal could live in the van. Right. You know that what I mean? Correct. You have fans in there that you crack open. You have you know vents that you open up and allow the dog to yeah. feel calm so like in a normal like car you're not insulated as well as you're not leaving a window open because you know you everybody can see directly in it right you know, they know what's there like you know you're trying to be a little bit more safe so uh you don't want to like get robbed or whatever but you know i feel like in a van it's a little bit different and they have cameras too mm -hmm. that i think we're gonna look into so that we can physically check on him. Yeah, yeah. Make sure he's all That's good, great. not freaking yeah. out or anything. Yeah. Yeah, those are those are great things yeah. to have for yeah. sure. But yeah, I, I definitely think like those those there's like you need them in very limited times. 
but good right. to have. But good to have just in case. Right. You know, it's not like a necessity, but yeah. you know, if you are able to get those things, it, it doesn't hurt. Correct. Mm -hmm. Correct. Do you think that you can have any trouble adapting to van life over RV life? I think it'll be a very quick transition for yeah. him. Considering yeah. we get here and he doesn't want to be anywhere except for inside of the RV, <laughs> on yeah. the couch. Because that's his home. Yeah. Well, it was for the last six months. Yeah. But I think he's finally realizing, oh, we're back home. I'll be on the couch over here now. Yeah. But soon he'll be on the couch in the van or in the front seat or something, you know. But he likes to go into places also, especially ones that, well, RV parks kind of suck. Because yeah. they're so restricted. you got to have them on a leash. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, well, we have, you know, a dog park. And you go over there and it's literally like 10 foot wide by 10 foot long. Yeah. It's like, like this is, yeah. 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 There's one clump of grass in the yeah. middle, yeah. you know. Like, have fun, dogs. And the dog's like, where the fuck am I? <laughs> yeah. This and is scary as hell. It sucks. And we've, we've been to a few that they're like, yeah, your dog's okay. You can let them off the leash. Yeah. You know, they're not going to hurt anybody else yeah and then we stayed at, at one in Shenandoah that literally they had like an acre and a half that was fenced just for dogs mm, oh, that's awesome. nice so it was cool he was able just to go run play be a dog yeah. you know and that was nice and that's kind of what we're hoping with the band too is we're not stuck in those freaking RV parks all the time where they're so strict on mm. leashes and, yeah. and everything else that we're in the middle of nowhere so you think that this change into a van is also going to enhance Skip's experience as well? Oh, yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure, yeah. yeah. I, I think, think so we'll too. be able for to sure. take him more places, too. And so then he can get more exercise, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. I think Paco absolutely loves living in the van. I think he is, too. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys don't know who Paco is, he's our dog that we got while we were traveling uh, throughout North America this last year. And he was a little rescue. He was super skinny and had all ribs everywhere. And he's became such an amazing dog, and he absolutely loves to travel. And I feel like everybody out there should have a freaking dog. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. They're <laughs> yeah. more than dogs. They're family. Yeah. Yep. They're our fur babies. Mm -hmm. They're important for the soul. Totally. Yeah. I think that's pretty much it. I had another question that popped into my head, but then it just disappeared again. It was about like RV and like something that's different. Oh, uh, I got, I got one. Um, what, do you, what do you think? Oh. I was gonna say, what do you think that you'll miss the most about RV life? Were you kind of on the same page? No, but. We'll like both yeah, <laughs> like RV versus like because obviously you're moving into a smaller space, you know, and the space is going to completely change. What is it that you're going to miss about RV life? Um, unlimited water. Mm. Ish. It's. But that's an RV park, not really RV life, because we oh, boondock. RV life. Okay. We boondock a lot in a forty-five foot bus because mm -hmm. we like. We don't like being in RV parks. We're just stuck in them most of the time. So I don't really think I'm going to miss anything about it. I really don't. Those I'm sure. No, no, I can Travel for the, a I fireplace. Could, the, like, the 40-inch TV. Nope, I could care less about any of that. Yeah. I, I really the huge refrigerator. No. No? No, I, I don't think so. Oh, okay. I, I used to live, like, week by week, groceries and like use everything until it's mm. gone and whatever. And I think a bigger fridge, 
you feel the need subconsciously to fill it. Mm. Just like the fucking rig, you so know? You, it's big, I have to fill it. So you probably waste more food. Yes, I feel like we do. <laughs> it's awful. Yeah. Wow. I hate it. <laughs> I think these, I feel horrible. I think it. these are like life changing questions right now. I don't think we'll miss anything. And I think that once we came to that realization that we don't need all of this stuff, you know, it does not bring, it goes back to does this bring value to my life? Yeah. And no, it doesn't. It doesn't. The 40 inch TV does not bring value to my life. I am okay with a, a 13 inch little screen to watch Netflix on when it's raining. Well, you know, and the thing is, is that this kind of brings value to your life where a TV right. doesn't. So your cell phone, I'm holding a cell phone right now. Right. But yeah, a cell phone like is a tiny little computer and you yeah. can do many different things with it. Like what was I the percentage you. of campground versus regular? So I think maybe 75% campgrounds, 25% boondocking and that's being generous yeah, to I the boondocking th side. <laughs> I think we actually boondocked less than that. Um, but we really would like to do it more, but it's really hard in a 45 rig, 45 yeah. foot rig, you mm -hmm. know, 70 something, falling, mm -hmm. but, uh, just to get into the places to yes. even just be stealthy enough to like, right. just pull up for the night and camp. I've taken yes. that 45 foot rig where, where you shouldn't have taken a Jeep. Yeah. Because I was like, I am going to sleep here. Like, this is where I want to be. Yeah. I'm going to make yeah. it. I don't I've, know what happens. I've had that thing tipped over so much that I told her to grab the dog and get out. Yeah. Because I thought it was going to flip over. Because I was like, we are staying here. Oh, that's great. <laughs> so, you know, and part of our van design is that we will never have to be dependent on anything besides trying to find water. Mm -hmm. That's basically it. You know, we're going overboard on the electrical system, overboard on the charging systems, just for that simple fact that I don't ever want to be dependent on Short anybody or anything. Yeah. yeah. You know, if I have to get some type of purification system and pull it out of a lake, I'm good with that. Yeah. I will figure that out and do it. Yep. Yep. Get yourself a Berkey. That's it. Get yourself a Berkey. Like the silver one? Yeah. 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 That was in those uh, bubbles at base camp showing really, uh, nice. yeah. Yeah, we bought one of those. We were like, we're gonna need this you just in case. You could literally put lake water in it. And yeah. Like, and it purifies it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, if I have to, if I absolutely have to trust it, I'm going for it. Made in the USA, I think. You know, when we go camping and stuff, we have life straws and everything like yeah. that. Cause yeah. You never like, know. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. I mean, you got, always got to be prepared to be able to survive. Right. I think that, you, you know, van life kind of does that too. It brings you a little bit closer to the survival instinct Absolutely. rather than the, like the house life or even RV life. You know, it's, you know, you, when you break it down to being something so much smaller and be able to travel in that, now you have uh, less limitations. You could go further. Right. Yeah. You know, so now you're a little bit further away from civilization that could easily help you and pick you up yeah. where now you have to go more into like the survival mode of like all right how do i create a fire to keep us warm during the day right and like how do i do these like certain tasks that i should know yeah. you know right. <laughs> like, how do i do these you know how do i change a tire in the middle of nowhere or whatever it is whatever experience happens like what is the yeah. response to fix it you know? Well, and you summed it up there when you said limitations, too, because that's what it, part of our thing is. You know, venture beyond your limitation. We are limited by a 45-foot RV. Correct. So what do we do? Okay, 
let's change it. Let's sell it. Let's get a van. Let's, you know, build out a van and guess what? Limitation removed. Yep. Mm -hmm. So that's, it falls right in line with everything that we're doing is we want to do something or something in front of us. How do we get around? How do you fix that? Yep. Perfect. Yeah, that's beautiful. So I'll ask each of you, what's something that you're most looking forward to about your new van life? I would say the freedom of just being able to go anywhere at any time and seeing them more and having such opportunities all over the world. Mm -hmm. You know, we can't do that right now. And I'm, I don't know, I'm just excited for that. Yeah. Mine's culture. Mm. That, that's what I'm most excited to is see all these different cultures and you know kind of absorb that in and put that into my own personal life and then how can I project that onto somebody else that might not have the opportunity to go there mm -hmm. you know these are the things I have learned why don't you try this you know just those type of things and hopefully feel more of a fulfillment mm, wow you two on the same page <laughs> right same page yeah. yeah, I think that's beautiful. Cool. Thank you guys so much for doing this. Yeah, we appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. I'm sure I will be hearing from you guys again. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation with Matt and Amber. We had a hell of a good time with them. Yeah, I feel like every time we have a conversation, whether it's on the podcast, off the podcast, it's just really nice to talk to people who are open to new ideas and willing to share their experiences and are just so and, giving. And they also have a unique situation, you know, they're, they're trying to always uh, get past whatever limits that are put on them. So they're, they're, you know, they're killing it themselves. Yeah. And it's a lot about mindset too. Like, mm -hmm. you know, adventure beyond your limitations isn't just about you know, your body, your physical limitations. It's about mental limitations. And I think a lot of people, especially, you know, even us, when we were thinking about van life, we were like, ah, oh, could we do that? I yeah, don't know. We like, felt limited. Yeah, you're second guessing yourself. Oh, I don't think I could do that. What or, kind of money does it take? You know, right. you're asking yourself all these questions and you're putting limits on yourself. Remember, if you just get out there, you could do it. Yeah. You know, it's, sometimes it's all about taking that first step into it and just seeing what happens. And we have still, you know, people, you know, even just the other day being like, oh, like you could get a real job and you could go and, you know, why <laughs> would you? I literally had yeah. one of my coworkers tell me to go, uh, you know, sign up for this test and take this test because I should be thinking about my future. And I am. You know, I had to yeah. explain to him that my future just looks a little bit different than that kind of future. And then I need to make sure to put my eggs in the basket that I want to. That way, where I'm putting those eggs, they hatch and thrive in those areas. Right. So I don't want to be putting my eggs in a basket that I don't want to go back to. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, like, people who are like, oh, I could never do that. And it's like, well, you put that limitation on yourself. Yes, correct. And I'm not going to put it on me. So, yeah, with all that being said, guys, we hope that you step outside the norm. Mm, and do something different. And if you enjoy this podcast, if you enjoy our content, uh, why don't you come check us out on Patreon? Because that's a great, easy way to support the cause and help make sure that we can keep making these awesome videos. I mean, podcasts.
<laughs> I need to go to bed. We also talked about this last time. We're like, we need to stop recording podcasts at like 11 p.m. when we're in bed. But, but unfortunately, like, yeah, I feel like that's when all the best thoughts are. <laughs> it's a very intimate podcast. Yeah. But it's like between the van build and everything else going on, this is literally the, the only, only time. time we have. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we hope that. Well, my sultry bedroom voice has been, you know, delightful for you this and evening. And I hope that my deep voice has made you happy. That was creepy. <laughs> was All it? All right. Yeah, I didn't enjoy it. Oh, man, know. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> I was just, you know, trying to have a good time. <laughs> uh, all right, we're going to leave you on that beautiful note. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. I thought baby. it was beautiful. Be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast, and we will see you in the next one. If you guys are loving this FNA podcast and you want more, you're in luck. We've decided to release a special exclusive podcast every single month that's going to take you way more behind the scenes on what van life is really like. All you have to do is just join our Patreon and we're going to hook you guys up. Patreon is a website where you can support creators that you love, hopefully like us, FNA Van Life. For a small monthly donation, you guys are going to get more podcasts from us and also direct access to our YouTube videos before they even come out. Go to fnavanlife.com slash Patreon to sign up today and get instant access to so much behind the scenes content.